Star Trek is gaming podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Day Star Trek is gaming podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste the Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you forgetful clouds listen to. And this week, Joe and Hassel become legendary with Pokemon. It takes two in the news this week with Bungie and Sony. And finally, we're going deep in gameplay design for our tasty topic. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. Hey, everyone. Uh, unfortunately, no Lewis this week. He's uh, he's off having fun without us, I guess. <laughs> How dare he? I like, know. Like he Honestly, do. Honestly, <laughs> fun only exists in this podcast. Damn only. It. Only. <laughs> that's okay. He's going to listen to this podcast and then also have fun. Ah, uh, that's, that's thought, how it works. I thought our contracts said that we weren't allowed to have fun outside of the podcast. Well, he's going to listen to the podcast. Yeah, so that, he is then back in the mm-hmm. podcast. And that's why I just keep it on loop oh. all day, every day, nonstop. And yep, actually, our, our, our contract stipulates you can only have fun to further the podcast that you can talk about. Yes. So that's that's what it is. Gotcha. See, yeah. you, you guys are ahead of the game. I've just been miserable outside of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Content or it didn't happen, man. <laughs> uh, but let's start with a question this week, everyone. All right, hit us. And our question this week uh, actually comes from me. Uh, I have My question is, if you could get a job in the gaming industry, what would you like to be doing? Like, what was your job be? Ooh. In it? Fun, 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 mm. fun. How how broad can gaming be? G- gaming is is a very broad subject. It's it's whatever whatever uh, facilitates your job. And in game development. Yes, game development, or even in the marketing of it, or you know any stage of gaming. All right, I I know I don't want to be a programmer. I don't have that. I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that mindset or skill to uh-huh. be able to have the patience to to do that beautiful work. Okay. So I'm probably going to be somewhere in the performance or story world. Okay. I don't even know if I'd be a writer because I want to be like the person that the writer gives their script to and says, "How's this?" <laughs> you want uh, you you don't want to be a voice actor? That's not uh, like like I said, I was going to be either in the performance or the story, okay. like the story okay. development. If okay. I was in story development, I would mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, this is pretty good. What if this and this happened?" And then give it back to the writer <laughs> so he can so flush it out for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a second pair of eyes. So you want to be the gotcha. executive? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. You want to come in executive. at the eleventh hour and be like, "What if we change this entirely?" <laughs> you want to get paid millions of dollars in stock options to do nothing. <laughs> I got it. I mean, not nothing. I go, I don't know, try more spiders. Here you go. Boom. I believe the term that Troy's looking for is story editor. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. Thank I you, like Hassel. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And and as far as acting is concerned, man, that's like my, that would be an actual dream job to be able to do like a voice acting mocap thing for a video game. So that's not even like hyperbole. That's like... I, I'm gonna to try to make that happen one day. <laughs> all right. <Would> you, <laughs> I have I have a further question. Would you be open to all mocap? Like, what if it's sports yes. mocap? All mocap. Yes. Ooh. Every single uh, rocket uh, sports, league mocap. Sports mocap. Animal mocap. I'll be a plate. I don't know. Inanimate <laughs> object mocap. I'll take it. I don't care. <laughs> I, love I think it. you would be a very good like candelabra. Like I think you could like thank you put your arms up great thank you yes. you can be my guest any day Brian thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think for myself I would actually just like to be not like the showrunner of it but I'd like to have like gameplay design like decisions like hey what do you think about this oh I think that'd be really great um, because I do understand like programming I understand a bunch of different yeah. elements of it so I know like this isn't feasible. I mean, it'd be great if we could do it, but that's not feasible. <laughs> uh, so actually, I would love to do that. Like, I'd be like a gameplay design designer. Like, let's go with oh. that. Um, yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. Game designer. Love it. For me, I think, um, yeah, I think I would probably want to write. Yeah. I think that's, that's you know, I, I've kind of like written just like short story, like, you know, I, I've done a lot of kind of like my own stories here and there, like just writing and uh-huh. uh, I would love to be in charge of something that just people get to enjoy. That would be super awesome. This is working out. This is working out. Hassel, you write the you write the script. I will edit it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is how it's gonna work. Here, let's give it a trial. Go ahead, hand, hand your story over to me. Okay. So Thanks. there's this cat. 
<laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna stop you right there. Not sad enough. Hand it back. <laughs> Got it. Okay, okay, gotcha. Okay, can I try it again? Yeah, one more time, please. Okay, so there's a sad cat. Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> so this cat's grandmother. Go on. <laughs> So this cat is actually dead, but doesn't know it. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's the sixth sense, but with cats. <laughs> exactly. It's actually the nine lives of cats. I scratch dead people. <laughs> okay, I have a really specific thing that I want to do. Which hit hit why, us up. Which is why I, so I would like to work for uh, uh, Wizards of the Coast. Okay. And then I specifically hey. want to be a realms lorologist, yes. which is just Ooh. like the idea of when they're like, hey, did this happen? I can be like, yes, that did happen. <laughs> I want to have like a library of books and I want to be that obnoxious person that they're like, yeah, we were thinking uh, that the orcs could invade uh, uh, Perclaven. And we're like, no, they would never <laughs> invade Perclaven because actually they did that in the second century and it didn't work yes. out very well. And they're very good friends with the second king's brother's cousin. Uh, his name is. <laughs> There's <laughs> something like, so wonderful amazing about a historian of historical fiction yes. <laughs> like, that is such a good I title it. I want the, it so bad those are actual positions by the way in yeah. a lot of different as I'm yeah. sure you know uh, in most TV series there's that person that's just like hey uh, what happened at this point or you know like they hand him the script and just like now that 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 completely contradicts season two, like what do you do? <laughs> yeah, the, yep. the continuity it, police. Yes. I want it to be me. I want it. I want it to be me. Yeah, but no, specifically like... for Wizards of the Coast because I want it to be about Forgotten Realms. So about some D and D stuff. So if anyone from Wizards of the Coast is listening to this podcast, uh, <laughs> drop me a line. I mean, just like I'm, I, I might have some free time. She but, knows it all. I don't. Manda, Trust me. Manda, I don't. But Manda, I, do. I Manda, would. Yeah, Amanda remembers the Forgotten Realms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how good she is. <laughs> Everyone else forgets, but like. That's I got her, it. I got that's it. her mission in this world <laughs> yeah. to make them the unforgotten realms. The, remem- the remembered realms. I can't remember to move my clothing from the washer to the dryer, but if you want to know <laughs> all of the death gods right here in my head. Done. <laughs> oh, no. I, sorry. Do you have I just, in the washer? I, yeah, I have clothes <laughs> in the washer. <laughs> this, this podcast went from fictional to real real quick. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Got to set a, m- a reminder. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Joe? I think I would like to be on the marketing end, actually. I oh. think I'd like to uh, be the person who uh, either edits videos mm. or edits content, creates content for video games, getting their, their words out there. And their, and I, I like weird. So I, I would like to do like the Adult Swim version of things, like <laughs> take the most odd shot of nothing in a game and then pop some text on it and then just yeah. be like, here. Take a look at this. Isn't it cool? Yeah, it is. You want to play this game? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, do too. I think that's noble because I feel like gaming, out of the, the major entertainment things, movies and TV shows and music, is like the hardest to sell because it's an interactive medium that you give a trailer that's only visual. So so I, I love marketers and I love, I could definitely see how you could uh, get in there and give a, a really fun new way of how to but I don't feel explain like, a yeah. game. I feel like that's a good idea because I don't feel like anyone goes weird with it. I right. Like, look, but you have you to. like pressing the A button? Ooh, look at that A button. Look at that A button. <laughs> Here's the guy's shorts. He's wearing a sword. <laughs> right? Uh, you, you, I, you do know those people. They're called Devolver Digital. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, they're so right. weird. I think that's exactly where I want to work. That's right. where you got to work. That's, that's yeah. literally the marketing video game team that <laughs> yep. I want to work with because they always do something mm-hmm. weird during everything and I'm always like in awe <laughs> I, like, I'm shocked at first because I'm like how are they doing this this is the most insane and then within a minute or two I'm like this is everything I will watch you do everything you, just keep talking keep moving through your, your office where you've got zombies or people like with chainsaws I don't know what's happening but I love everything about it and I'm going to remember all the games that you talk about they, they do the no ideas are bad ideas mantra yes. Yes. everything mm-hmm. that you say we will do if you have not seen a Devolver uh, digital convention or conference, just just Google it, oh, YouTube God, it, yeah. watch the first 30 seconds. You'll understand what we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. It'll take no time at all. <laughs> and, and literally any of them, from their very first one yeah. to their newest one, they're all weird. They're all, But they're all their great brand of weird <laughs> that we have come to expect every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, all right. That's, so, I want to work in marketing. Yep. So we have writing. We have story editing. We have a historian. We have game mm-hmm. design and we have marketing. Who's going to build this game? <laughs> Who's programming this? No way. Who's programming no. it? Lewis. Lewis. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's not here. Programmer. So. I don't care. He's got to do it. I'm just saying a perfect night is a game that should be made. Oh, just yeah. Yeah. You're not yeah. wrong. I feel like that. I feel, okay. I feel like that game, first of all, needs a good. Uh, we need art. 
We need art for this game. Okay, we do need an artist. Uh, I'm just saying, if for our <laughs> listeners at home, if you haven't listened to two episodes ago, so episode number, <clears throat> uh, you should go back and listen to uh, Hassel's explanation of A Perfect Night, the video game that we will one day make. Yes. That broke our hearts. It did. It's yeah. the perfect idea. <laughs> that simultaneously gave you so much hope. But then broke been your two podcasts since then, and my I'm still recovering. We are, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I still have doctor's bills from that. So. <laughs> oh yeah, just send them over to Hassel at Witcher Tech. <laughs> I'll take care. I feel of like those. Sh- I feel like it's going to bounce. I, I don't know something about it. Just feels like it's going to bounce. <laughs> that, that's an excellent question, Brian. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I was like, it was one of those things I was thinking about it, especially with our tasty topic later on. I was like, hey, I wonder what we would all do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'd be pretty cool. So yeah, I'm glad you guys. I'm, I liked your answers. Thank you guys for for entertaining me and entertaining the <laughs> listeners as well. <laughs> I do not entertain. <laughs> uh, but now let's get into uh, our first topic, which is Joe and Hassel. What are you playing this week? Oh, oh, it's finally here. The legends have begun. Arceus has come out. Pokemon Arceus Legend. Dun, dun, dun. It's amazing. It's, That's it's so I'm good. Playing. It's so it's good, so guys. I like okay after the debacle that was Pokemon Snap last year. Yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> I wiped that from my brain. We did. I I wish I could have I done can't. the same. But after the debacle of like Pokemon Snap last year, here comes Pokemon Legends Arceus, and oh my goodness, this game. Okay, so I I will start off by saying it's not as open world as I wanted it to be, but it's very close. Okay. I'm kind of in that same place. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I got the, the it, it does give you that monster hunter, like you have a hub and then you have all these mm-hmm. very, very large open areas that you can go <laughs> run around in, which is totally cool. I have no issues with it, but agreed. Mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting a seamless Breath of Wild kind of experience and having the hub is still great. Not complaining. So so this is, this is Pokemon and you pronounce it Arceus. That's correct. Okay, so Pokemon Arceus. Arceus. Or Arceus. If I remember, we first heard about this like almost a year ago at like the no Pokemon Diamond Anniversary or Pokemon Week or yes. something like that. And it mm-hmm. was the first seconds we saw of it, it was billed as the open world Pokemon game, which by itself was exciting. And I know I was excited to think to think like, oh my gosh, we can go everywhere. They're going to get uh, new fighting styles. All these ideas was pop were popping up in my head. But mostly, I was just excited to be like, oh. Anything different? <laughs> yeah. yeah, how exciting! Fair. Um, h- how is how is it? Um, I guess falling with you all, given the expectations we were having, kind of going into uh, Pokemon Arceus coming out. I I took a more of a story gameplay to the game. Um, okay, that I think Joe did. Um, be correct. <laughs> so I, I I'm a sucker for storytelling. So that's immediately where I went to. And guys, let me tell you this. The game starts off with you, with your character, which you do get to pick. You get to pick the gender. You get to pick like what the character looks like, which is, is super a creative cool. character. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it has a creative character mode, and that character falls from the sky onto a land. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that is dramatic. Are Th- you? That's wait, very what? Zelda. It, yeah, it's very, it's very it's dramatic. Yeah. Where are you it's, coming from? This this void. Oh, yeah. Space. So there's what? there's what? this giant. Traveler? There's uh, this giant spinning like wait, what <laughs> cloud in the sky, and you're like, and you just fell through that, and like this professor like found you. I'm and low already and... on board with this because every Pokemon game you just start in your bed, which yeah. I relate to. I really and do relate to. What if you and... sleep in a void? <laughs> oh, I <good> mean, point. <laughs> listen, I don't, I don't want to go ahead and throw stones here, but every other Pokemon game that I played, you were 10 years old. And I was just like, listen, at 10 years old, I could not step to like my neighbor's house without being afraid <laughs> that something was going to happen to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. My mom's not letting me out. Yeah, no. exactly. My mom put two sweaters on me before ever leaving the door. And I live in Florida. <laughs> 10 years old in this universe is our 18 years old. <laughs> Which is incredible. There you yes. go. Definitely. Yeah. So in this one, you fall from the sky and you're and you're yep. wearing like normal like clothing, mm-hmm. like the clothing that you have on right now, like t-shirt, shorts, mm-hmm. sneakers, right? Super cash. Yeah, yeah, super casual. But then like everybody starts commenting on your dress wear and they're like, that's super strange. Why are you dressed like that? And you immediately start noticing that, oh, this looks a little older than 
you other you are a games. time traveler. I mean, immediately, you're like, that's a personal remark, and I don't really appreciate you judging me like that. Right. I don't know you guys. Everyone does. After <laughs> after two or three, I will say, I was starting to become a bit offended, and I'm I'm not even Gosh. this character yet. I'm not even like I don't even feel like I've learned anything about this world. But yeah. everyone's like, you're dressed really strange. They're like, excuse me, my shirt is adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're dressed strangely, and you would like my shirt. My shirt is awesome. Yeah, you're you're not dressed. One person's you're like, dressed like an like early two thousands right? b boy, and you're like. <laughs> What, what is wrong with this? Like, what are you I talking have, about? Guys, I have this great pitch for a game, okay? It's going to be it's gonna be Pokemon, all right? But you, like, fall into a void into a very judgy world. <laughs> and everyone just show, this, like, throws you shade all the time. What about uh, Pokemon? I don't care. You, you're not very far. You're not very far off. I, did you write this game? <laughs> I story edited it. I, I feel like God, I feel like the end of this game is going to have a Statue of Liberty. And you're like, I was here no! the whole time. Oh, dang it. It was the past, but also the future, but also the past. <laughs> and then the entirety of the world is ruled by Mankeys. It would be a cold oh. day. Oh, man. So, oh, my Prime gosh. Apes. What if they just redo Planet of the Apes, but it's Prime only Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would want them to be all shiny mankeys so they could be glittery and green as well. Oh, you'd be perfect. <laughs> they have to do the whole movie, but only saying their name. <laughs> mankey, 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 mankey. I want um, Charleston Heston mankey. <laughs> I will say, uh, before, yeah. before you fall through the void, there is a yep. voice telling you some things, and I'm going to be honest with you. I did not pay attention to anything that voice said because it <laughs> was kind of weird. It was like it was like in a swirl, and you're like talking back to it, and it's just like, "Where am I?" and blah blah blah. And then I I'm thinking like, okay, this is like a Pokemon God. And then when you fall to the ground, like they they introduce you to the deity of like Shino, I think it's called, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the great mighty Shino," and blah blah blah. And guess what? This God. Gave you a cell phone. <laughs> a really dumb looking cell phone. <laughs> what is this game? Wait, what? Is you this get I was going to say, you is this an Isekai? You just got Isekai. That's yeah. what happened to you. <laughs> you, got, you died and you were yeah. reborn in another world with your cell with phone. With your cell phone. <laughs> yeah. So, so you take out your like God phone and all of a sudden, like it shows you like where you have to take all of your like, uh, like, different like um what's it called uh, like missions or like story beats and stuff like that so it keeps hey, track of all of that guys, it has like a map guys link had a tablet so i guess you could have a cell phone link did have a tablet he had a tablet just a straight up tablet and then he you would show it and, and people were just like cool magic whatever they're like a secret show. Like, so yeah. instead of yeah. a yeah. slate it's a pokemon pad or is right. it an actual cell phone it's a no, cell phone it, it, it's a cell phone <laughs> Okay. It's a cell phone. Like, Do it's a you, cell phone with a really dope-looking thing on the back of it that you slip your hand through yeah. and hold on to it Ooh. with. Yeah, like, they gave you some cool pop-up stuff. How's how's you, the Wi-Fi in the Shinora? Real good. It's real, real good. good. It's real good, because everywhere you go, you're connected. On point. Yeah. So you're um, a literal god. If I dropped into, like, I don't know when this is taking place, but, like, Roman times or something, and I had a cell phone... That this still is works. That, that's it. That's yeah. still Let me works. ask you a question, I, Troy. I'm, I'm How are you going to charge it? Get you stoned in or, a different yeah, kill, place. Yeah, yeah like you would be murdered as like a, you would be burned as a heretic for knowing mm. information, or you'd have to hide yeah. it. Mm. In this, that's world, why you need the Pokemon to guard uh, you, right? <laughs> create an I, army. I will say, I, I had the most amazing time with the opening of the game. So like uh, much like a cell, uh, it's not that I wasn't paying attention to what the, whatever the void was saying. I was reading it and going, I just don't care. I want to move on. I just want to see the Pokemon. I just want to move on, please. And we get to the point where you move on and then you start meeting characters who you, you're finding out in this game. This is the first time that anyone in this village that you ended up in mm -hmm. ha, uh, is interacting with Pokemon. And a lot of them oh. have a lot of anxiousness about it. Oh. One person who is a who's one of the uh, one of the people in the crew that you're going to kind of meet, he basically straight up tells you at one point, it's terrifying that this Pikachu can have lightning come out of it and fire. I mean, Fair that's enough. scary, right? And you, like, I as I read that, I was like, it is. I agree. He's also really cute, so I want him on my team. Can I have him? I want him. You don't want him. You're afraid of him. Give him to me. So this is kind of like an origin story. Yes. Like people kind of. aren't is, even yeah. running around with Pokemon yet. There's some people that and are. And you're here to ruin and, all of that. Uh, you know, really, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, in a weird way, uh, you come across people who have Pokemon who look at you and they're like, why are you putting them in that ball? 
Yeah, it's fair. like legitimate conversations yeah. we've all had. For You're the years. villain. It's it's it feels yeah. that way sometimes in this story. Wow, you know how many times friends have actually like uh, equated like Pokemon fighting to like what Michael Vick did, and I'm like, okay, now hang on a second. Like that's not neither here nor there. But like, yeah, I'm not making any money off of this. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Key uh, difference. And this well, also isn't real uh, life, so that's the main difference. Exactly. <laughs> it's fake. So, did they fix any of the social commentary things that we've noticed in previous games, like Ooh, the fact like that like you will fight a five-year-old child and then beat them and then steal their money, or they, the fact that you can't fight anyone more than once for some reason? So, in so, thus far in the game, I have uh, Hassel and I, as he had explained, he has played lots more of the story than I have. Uh, if you have ever listened to any of our other episodes about mm-hmm. how I play Pokemon games, I tend to just get lost and catch Pokemon, and I don't care about the story. Um, the story ports that I have seen, there is no fighting other people almost at all. Huh. You're not you really fighting. You actually stealing. It, no, no. <laughs> you know what? Taking Armed taking robbery. the Pokemon and then you yeah. you basically uh, you catch the Pokemon. They are all roaming around in the wild. Okay. Yeah. So like there is, and if you're going to battle the Pokemon, you're essentially battling it to defeat it just to get points, or you're battling it to weaken it so you can catch it. Okay. Um, the idea of the throwing the ball at it to catch it, no matter what stage of the battle you're at, no matter whether you battle it or not, you could play the whole game pretty much pacifist if you wanted to, just to catch mm-hmm. collect the Pokemon and. And then you could just release them if you wanted to. You yeah. get money, or you get you can get money in multiple ways. One of the ways to do it to be a pacifist and not really do anything like fighting of almost any kind, you could just catch the Pokemon and release them immediately. They'll give you bags of dust, or they'll give you bags of things if they when they run oh. off. They'll be like, "Hey, it left something behind for you because you let it go." And then you can go That's... sell that that item. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I okay. haven't done huh. any of that like selling the items part of things yet, but you you can easily just make money doing that. So 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 kind of like like in olden days, if you went and found some animals, maybe you get some some feathers and some fur, bring them back, sell them for whatever you can, or make something out of them. Maybe yeah. gives her craft. Yeah. In that, in yeah, that. Oh, so there yeah. is the crafting crafting. aspect is yeah. really there fun. is some crafting involved. This is fascinating to me because the idea that it's it's taking place before all of the the classic tropes mm-hmm. of Pokemon, which is collecting them, battling, having gyms, mm-hmm. um, going to cities where everyone is just talking about how they own Pokemon. There's Pokemon in the city doing things. They're working. Um, there. What? Wait. What? There's no. How do you heal your Pokemon? In regular Pokemon games, you so, go to a, a Poke Center. And there's a whole system with balls and all that stuff. What do you do? So there are two ways that you can heal your Pokemon. Number one is you can come back to the village. When you come back to the village, it immediately just heals all your Pokemon. Or just rest is there in a, a campsite. story reason? Or yeah. Just, you just, yeah, there's just story happens. There's story reasons for yeah. it. Yeah. You can and rest. Then, you, it, just like a, any other thing, you can just rest at a different point. Yeah. Okay. And as you progress through the story, you actually get craft uh, manuals for like things like potions and revives and things like that. Cool. So that hasn't changed. Cool, cool, cool. So you can still get those items and use them on your Pokemon. Um, I thought the the coolest thing that happened to me, and the minute I knew that this game was a little different, is when I took a look at the Pokeballs that they're using. When you craft the Pokeballs, they're actually made out of acorns. Aww. Yep. That's cute. They look like wood. like Yeah, wooden so they're like they're wooden really and stuff like that, which is really cool. And like... I don't know, just the crafting aspect of it brought like a whole new level of things that you can do for 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 all of the all of the different Pokemon to crafting like your revives, your potions, your your Pokeballs and all this other stuff. So it, it, it is really cool. And like Joe was saying, like you're in the middle of this village that doesn't really know how to feel about Pokemon. Like I made a lady who who asked me to go ahead and get this specific leaf, so I brought it and the leaf happened to be on top of a Pokemon's head and she was like, What the hell what the hell is that thing? <laughs> what what is it doing inside of my house? And you're like, well, this is a Pokemon. You asked me to get this, like yeah. What? So one of the what, what I really actually like that there's missions in the game where people are like, I heard of this thing or I saw this thing moving. Do you think you could take a picture of it for me, or do you think you could get one and bring it back to me? And one of the people you do this mission for, you bring back the Pokemon, and it's like, oh no 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 don't 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 put it near me. Don't put yeah. it near me. Like, like, I, I just wanted to see it. Like don't don't let me. That's I don't want to touch so it. And you're like, and they're like, but maybe I could touch it. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. you could touch it if you want to. And they're like, no 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 no, keep it away from me. Keep it away from me. I don't even know. And it's like, I was it, it was really an interesting way to kind of enjoy the game because it was one of those like you're experiencing it almost the same way they are because this is a new game. Yeah. This is a new way to play. It's not normal. And and one of the I, I will say one of the things that I read all over the place that I am genuinely saddened for some people uh, is I don't know if the graphics bothered you in this game or not. Not um, at all. I'm not bothered by them. The only thing I will say graphically that I think is 
lesser than other games I've played is that the the overworld itself or the the open world areas some of them are boring because it is just one giant open area and mm. half of the area is all one type of you know land so just yeah, trees right. and some grass so yes that can be boring I personally do not play Pokemon games for the graphics of the world mm-hmm. I don't even play it for the graphics of the little pixel people usually I play it because I like the Pokemon and they're cute and that leaves me nothing to be desired. Everything about the Pokemon themselves, the modeling, the way they move, it's all perfect to me. I yeah, love awesome. it. I love seeing them walk around. I love seeing them go in and out of grass areas. I love seeing them fly about. It is really fun. And it, it kind of gave me just like really fun vibes to be able to run around in that world, whether I wanted to catch those Pokemon or not. You, mm-hmm. you, and, and if you get too close, most Pokemon actually will be like, yo, you get away from me. They will start yeah. to attack you right, to get right. you to get away from them. I've which seen I, the video of the giant Snorlax <laughs> that oh, yeah. comes raging yeah, at yeah. you. Yeah, don't mess with it's him until so, so big. So th- every Pokemon that you approach uh, has like, they can either run away if they're like a, a shy, like cute Pokemon or like small Pokemon, or they can just become enraged and attack you, which is the first time that I think it's ever happened where a Pokemon can attack an actual trainer, I think which is right. amazing. Um, and you could so you have your own health bar. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's so all and of you... your Pokemon can faint, but you're still fine because yeah. you haven't fainted. Do you fight the Pokemon with your body? Like, do you just like bring no. out like, a baseball dodge. bat or there something? Is no, there is no fighting. <laughs> you yourself. Bat. I'm going to go rub up some Pokemon. <laughs> just knocking no, out fools left and right. <laughs> you yourself just throw Pokeballs at them. You throw Pokeballs at the world. So um, unlike other games where you'd have a sword or a bat or uh-huh. something to actually defend uh-huh. yourself with, your only defense is other Pokemon that you are befriending because if you do not befriend them, they do not do what you say. Fair. So if you don't take them out a little bit and say hi to them, if you don't use them in other battles, if you do not try to make friends with the Pokemon, it won't work out as well for you. You run away. You dodge. You only yeah. have a dodge button. When a Pokemon is mad at you, like that giant Snorlax does as you walk by it, Good. you get out of its way because it's going to kill you. Right. It'll be a very different game if they gave you a sword. <laughs> the other thing, yeah. the other thing that I found fascinating is while you're battling Pokemon, if you get too close to the battle, you get hurt as well. Yeah. That's cool. The, the battles happen in real Interesting. time. Interesting. Like, yeah. If you start yeah. the battle, you can walk around the whole battle. Wherever you started the battle is where it starts. There is no taking it out and like starting, or, like freeze framing and starting in a different area. You mm. threw a Pokemon out and now they were battling. That was probably one of the most exciting things I saw in that early trailer. Just, just breaking up the visuals of what fighting and Pokemon have been because they've Really I'm, not, been the same I'm not standing like, over their right hand shoulder yeah, watching years. them jump up mm-hmm. and down. And and so, but you're still issuing commands though, yeah. or yeah. or in the same way you would in a regular Pokemon game, but you can just now run around. Yeah. The fight in real time. Yes. Yeah. It, it's okay. it's wherever you're standing. Like you could be on the top of a ledge and then throw a Pokeball down to another Pokemon that's like further away, and mm-hmm. you stay up on the ledge, and the Pokemon is down. Like, you know, fighting. That's cool. And so it, it really, wherever you are is where that battle will happen. Like, I threw uh, I, I threw a Pikachu at, like, a Barboach to fight it, and the Barboach is in the water, and the mm-hmm. Pikachus are, they're not, you know, they, they can that's swim, but thing. that's not their thing. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is um I threw it, and I threw it into the water just to see what would happen, and it creates, like, a little wooden, like, stand for Aww. the Pikachu. To, like, the Pokeball itself like a little raft. morphs into, like, a little raft for them to stand on in the that's water. That's gnarly. And I was like, that's so cute. What a, like, yeah. what a great idea. Yeah. Like, so so that they could still be battling in something that the Barboach is now still has the upper hand in. Do yeah. you have to like aim your throws? Like if I wanted yes. to give the Pokemon mm-hmm. a potion, I have to actually like aim it and throw it so and make sure it hits the Pokemon. For potions, no, but you don't just have to, if you want to help, if you want to help your Pokemon in battle, you're just clicking through like normal, like a normal like battle. A menu. Your menu yeah. hasn't uh-huh. changed much. It's all pretty much but the same. physically, you don't need to like physically, run up to the Pikachu to and like press the back button you have, and get your potion. And... If you're not in a battle, essentially you do need to either go into the menu to give them something or if you want to give them berries or something, if they're still a wild Pokemon, you have to throw whatever it is near them yeah. so that okay. they will like it. Okay, okay. I think this sounds like a lot of fun, y'all. It, it it's been a really fun game for me. Yeah. Like I, I haven't been able to put it down since like it came out. Like I'll I'll play for like maybe like an hour or two hours, I'll put it down just to charge and then I'll pick it back up. Um I think what, okay, so just a quick story. One of the first fights that I found out that I could actually move around. So I got this Luxio that was way above level of what I can train, right? Okay. So it's not listening to me. It's going, yeah, Luxio's looking around. He's not listening to you. So I 
in battle, I took my little guy and I literally crossed in front of him to try to. <laughs> I'm like, do you not see that you're in a bottle, my dude? Like, what what are we doing? <laughs> I need I need you to respond. And obviously, I didn't really realize that you know he was above the level that I needed to. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Like. A uh, couple of things that I learned is your your little your little character cannot swim for more than three seconds. Nope. Um, <laughs> which is you need one of those rafts. Yeah. yeah, they don't make them for people. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so your little guy can't swim for longer than three seconds. Um, alpha Pokemon, which is something Ooh. that I never experienced, but Alpha Pokemon are scattered all around, and these are Pokemon that are bigger than the regular Pokemon. They have red eyes. They're like angered. They're just wild with rage. And I learned this the hard way because I was like strolling through through just the first like field lands. And I was like, oh, that's a Rapidash. I want to oh. catch that Rapidash because it's pretty huge. And I threw a <laughs> Pokeball at it. And it was the equivalent of like the Rapidash just puffing its chest out. The Pokeball hitting its chest and then just like crumbling to the ground. Yep. And then like it locked eyes with me to right catch it. it. Yeah. <laughs> locks, eye with, locks eyes with me and then starts running after me. And it, it's just, yeah. It's, it's like if you had thrown a pebble at a real bull. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I also experienced that Rapidash. I did not throw a Pokeball at it. I looked at that and was like, oh, nope. And I just noped my way out of there. I was in the, <laughs> I got back in that grass and I slowly meandered away as softly and quietly as possible. As I watched it get angry and continue to like tuft itself all over. I was like, oh no, that's a level 40. That's not for me. Yeah. I just started. So, so hearing you guys gush about this and, and enjoying it, is there anything that you feel like could have been improved on or something that's missing uh, from it? I want a curry decks back because I really liked that in the last the in uh, Sword and Shield. I really, really loved the curry decks, but I do think that the crafting stuff maybe later on I will be crafting food for the Pokemon as opposed to just giving them the berries and gotcha. stuff. So I'm hoping that the curry decks will make a comeback or some sort of okay. of curry decks. But right now you can make like cakes for them, and it's oh, like, okay. mo- like mochi cakes. Cake oh, yeah. Like you know, so like it's yeah. I you know that would be cool. I'd a be down with decks. the cake decks. Every Which game benefits from a curry dex. Yes, that's right? Just, Absolutely. That's a video game um, fact. <laughs> throughout throughout the entirety of me playing, potato mochi has been like nonstop what they talk about, and now that's all I want in my life. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I just want potato mochi. Um, if there was one thing that I would go ahead and say that is a little bit of a letdown in the game is the amount of Pokemon in the game, which I actually didn't find mean? out how many Pokemon were in the game until I looked it up. Um, how many? And it's at 242. Yep. Okay, so that's like the same as like pretty much the second gen one that came out. Yeah, so. two fifty standard. One fifty one. One fifty one. One fifty one was the I first one. Go. There you go, man. And then I think, you know. and then the second game I think had a hundred in it, uh, including I think the first gen as well. Yeah. How many Pokemon do you want, Hassel? As long I want as there's all nine hundred eighty, bro. I'm fine with it. No. Oh, <laughs> okay. You're just I, swimming in Pokemon. Some of the Pokemon. Pokemon aren't very good. I mean, let's all agree that some of the Pokemon are kind of trash. <laughs> some, just... some of them could have used the second Gander as. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, at some point, at some point, they be, they went from like handmade to like mass manufactured. Some of them are just fish. Like they're not even special. They're just okay. Fish. Now hang on a second. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> my favorite one is an ice cream cone. A literal ice cream cone. <laughs> you make you want to make nine hundred pocket monsters. You're gonna run out of ideas you somewhere. Are. <laughs> I am uh, I am Squirtle Squad for life, so I was a little disappointed not to see Squirtle as part of like when you start off, and I was just like, uh, all right. They do that on purpose. They yeah. Make Probably, yeah. I, I had an issue with the Pokemon that you start with as well, because uh, you don't necessarily you, you do get you, you get to choose between three starters yeah. a little ways in. Like it's not mm-hmm. right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, I'm guessing there's still a standard Pokemon story direction here's the starter go throughout the land and collect i opted out of my starter the as soon as i evolved it i was like and i'm done now i I, i'm usually i go water type all the time but i yeah there's just something about that otter that reminded me of pascal that i just i couldn't do it okay and uh you know like it just you had a scallop on him and all i could think is that you're gonna start talking to me for me I, i can't i don't like pascal that much so you know i could go with him so i, I went with the little the little owl because i really like him i can't oh. remember his name right now owly howlet oh, Rowlet. 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 Well, i Howlet. wasn't far off <laughs> yeah that sounds right 
So I, I went with him because he was super cute. And then I evolved him and he was not cute anymore. And I was like, and I'm done. Classic. Classic. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Classic. I'm out. I love this. What did you do? I, yeah, I normally don't ever let them evolve either. And I was like, yeah, sure. What do you look like a bigger? Oh my, no, no, <laughs> not for me. Um, one upset, at least about Pokemon, is that when they up when they do evolve, they still look like themselves. Unlike Digimon, where it's like, hey, look, it's an owl. Now you're a tank. What? <laughs> what? Where is the steps yep. in between this? <laughs> oh man, I uh, I look forward to you all continuing to play it. Um, and um, let let me know down the line because I think my main um drawback or man and ice is was a fear that the the regions will become a little too either repetitive gotcha. and then feel kind of just more or less the same thing. Also, that with, it would just this be this is cold. This Pokemon is again. It was just yeah, the exact exactly. same Pokemon again. And I was it, like, I liked it, but I, I need to wait. I can't do everyone. I can do everything. It four, definitely sounds very different. But if different. it's different, then yeah. I might be yeah. interested. Yeah. But Yo. the lands itself, I'm, I'm concerned that like one will be fun, but then it may get, it doesn't seem that, that populated or not enough like going on to, to. One of the things that I will say that I, I did like uh, uh, from one land to another is that there's like a, an elder Pokemon essentially that you'll, mm-hmm. you'll end up interacting with and that you can ride. Um, so I do think that some of the things that I think are boring right now in the earlier lands are because I don't have a Pokemon to ride into some of the other areas yet. Okay. okay. Gotcha. So I, if that is a thing, I'm not sure what it really is. I only know it in one or two of the lands so far, or one or two of the areas at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. If that is a thing, it opens up possibilities in the earlier areas that are oh. really awesome that will make them yeah. far less boring well, there you looking. Go. Okay. But uh, we'll Look, see. I got, I got nothing but applause for Game Freaks for making this because they're a company who has made a business off of making as little bit of change as they can <laughs> over their series of games and you this is FIFA? such a radical department okay they're second place compared <laughs> to FIFA and and this is such a radical departure that even though I right now it does seem like they're definitely seems like the first of a new type of series I am curious to see if this is going to be just spin-off Pokemon or if they can make this into what Pokemon becomes. Yeah. yeah, it, it, yeah. Be cool. I would love that. Yeah, it's it's interesting for a game that's about evolving. The game hasn't. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, they, okay, okay. In their defense, they have made interruptive changes. Yes. No, no, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, they, they, it is, the base is the same. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So we'll definitely, when you guys finish it, let us know what your, uh, what your sandwich score is. Yes. Uh, we, we definitely will we'll go back to this. Yeah. We'll circle you, around. You gave us a couple bites. Yes, We'll, we'll wait to, mm-hmm. to hear the full the full thing. Absolutely. So uh, so thank you guys for sharing that with us. And now welcome. let's get into our news this week. And uh, let, y'all, I'm just going to start this week with another huge announcement. You guys know it. <gasps> I mean, we've, we've had a lot of them recently, but this one hits close to home. Did right. we get acquired by Microsoft? <laughs> oh, man. Not yet. Not yet. We're getting okay. there. We're getting there, though. <laughs> Uh, but no, that's right. It Takes Two has been optioned for a movie and TV series. Woo! There it is. <laughs> yes. Former Dragon of the Week, Joseph Fares, has partnered with production company DJ2 Entertainment to bring multi-award winning uh, It Takes Two to the big and small screen. Please, please, please put him in it. Please, just please, please put, 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 put that guy in, in it. I mean, this is great. He's already a filmmaker. That's he like is, his jam. Yeah, so this yeah. is literally bringing his worlds together. Exactly. He started off as a film director. That's what he started yeah. out as. And then he was like, oh, games are just longer movies. Let's right. do this. And this is I, probably his most popular game yet. Yes. I do think the the absolute sheer wondrous childhood fun that is the game will not translate to a movie. <laughs> but I do think that it could be a good movie or TV show. Oh, I think yeah. it would be cute. I think I might enjoy it. But like, I don't definitely don't think I'll enjoy it in the same way that I enjoyed playing it's the game. It's been a long time since I've seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It's about time we <laughs> yeah. have another. We, we, got, we got shrunk type genre. Oh, I'm just going to put this out there. I'm very happy about this news, but I do not ever want to watch what happened to that elephant happen again. Oh, <laughs> oh it, it's going to be gruesome. Oh. And that, like, in the game, it was already so hard to keep playing after that yeah. part. Can you, and that was already filmed kind of like a movie. So maybe it'll be better if it happens Ooh. again and I have no option to, cho- to choose to continue. Yeah, I fast forward. Also, right? Also, I don't know if this is going to be like a CGI movie or if they're going to go live action or a combination. I don't want to see that book of love in any more <gasps> definition that's what I was than I already say. Hang am. on a second. Yeah. Make, that's a make, gross dude. That dude that created it, make him Dr. Hakeem. Maybe? Okay. So the other way that this could go about it, though, is that this could still be 
in the same universe, but not follow the same family. Maybe it's oh, yeah. just Doctor Hakeem helping with something else type of type of situation. Wait, I don't, you know, maybe Doctor Hakeem's uh, 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 practice um, license, please. <laughs> I don't, I don't if, quite trust that guy's. Methods. I'm a talking book. What do you want? <laughs> what if it's what more verification? Do you need? Yeah. What if it's Doctor Hakeem's origin story, and we find out that he was a real doctor that got transfixed into a book? Yeah, by some squirrel. Yeah, for malpractice. For malpractice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's going to be interesting. I want to see what they're going to do with this, or yeah. if if it's going to progress to anything. Because we've had a lot of these types of announcements yeah. before in the past, and nothing has happened with them. I, I love seeing uh, video games transcend. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Into other mediums, y'all. Um, and now onto the other big news this week. Another big studio has been gobbled up by an even bigger fish in the ocean. <gasps> nom, 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 nom. Sony has bought Destiny developer Bungie for $3.6 billion, yes, with a B, dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is an interesting move because, you know, Bungie was once a part of Microsoft. Right. Uh, before, uh, pretty much yeah. is what built Microsoft. Exactly. They it made can, the Halos. Yeah, they made the Halos uh, before separating from them. And then being bought up by Activision uh, before oh, that's once right. and that's when they just, that's <laughs> when they developed that. Destiny and everything. Yeah, yep. yeah. Before once again breaking free and now onto Sony. Uh, huh. So you know they you know they say nothing's going to change, but you know it's interesting that they've they've just gone from like I don't know from like different parents to parents. Like it's interesting. They're just <laughs> ser- they're searching for the perfect fit. And that's I feel right. like perfect I fit. mean Sony's maybe Sony's like the, the Cinderella slipper for yeah. their uh, I like, yeah, maybe. I like that. Yeah. I, like that. I, I, I like that analogy. Thank yeah. you. I like that I analogy for- better than the foster kid one. Where it's just yeah, like yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh gosh! <laughs> but, but, but this isn't just a partnership. This is ownership. Oh, this is com- yes. Right. This is- right. So this is they're not breaking away. <laughs> no, not at all. And, and, and actually, I think what is also interesting about this is they're not going to be under Sony Games. They're not going to be under PlayStation Studios. Mm. They're actually right. going to be under Sony Interactive Entertainment, which. Uh, to me, feels like this is going to be much more about movies and TV about right. their IP versus their games That's that great. they produced. I, I think Sony has a really good track record of, of uh, working with companies after they've acquired them. Insomniac was a, a good one of those. Yes. Uh, Santa Monica Studio with um, yep. God of War. Like they, they do own them, but like they are definitely like, go do your thing. I'm pretty sure Microsoft, with all the acquiring they've done over the past couple of years, will do the same. We just haven't yes. seen the proof of their work yet but with sony the proof's in the pudding proof's yeah in the pudding. we know we know they're gonna know. do good yeah and then the other reason why i think this is much more of a movie and tv deal um is because they they're not going exclusive all the stuff that they were mm. releasing is still going to be released on everything that's not going to be playstation right. exclusive and i mean yet Yes. Yeah. Everyone I'm keeps that saying place. that, and I was like, "Yeah, but Destiny Three is may not come out for the Microsoft." I, I think this 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 is a smart buy because it's giving Sony some uh, leverage, leverage yes. to make sure that Microsoft doesn't carte blanche make the next Call of Duty just Microsoft. Like, yeah. there's now there's some business where it's like, all right, if you're gonna take away, you know, this game that uh, Overwatch for all platforms, and maybe no one gets. See, Destiny, I, which is I, also a huge franchise. I don't know. I look at it in a, a totally different way. I don't think it has anything to do with uh, specifically games themselves. It has to do with the live service of games. Totally. Something that Sony yeah. has not been overly great about. So I feel like they're for them, it's not even the it's not even Destiny itself. It's it's just the idea that this is a company that was able to literally like carve what some sorts you know like oh, they the, launched the, the live yeah. service right, game. the live service game <laughs> and they're thing. still so, doing tremendously well right yes. and they've made tons of mistakes and they've also been able to come back from them and make make things better and better so i feel like from for sony i don't even know if it's a matter of like it, it of, of it, this is a, a of like shots fired back at microsoft or anything right like, right, it's, right, it's, right right it's just more like i think they saw a need for something that they've been severely lacking in properly mm-hmm. And then this just probably really was like, this is kind of perfect. This is a company that can mm-hmm. be the arm of our live service that we need. And yeah. if Destiny needs to be that arm, so be it. And, yeah. and Destiny definitely had some type of kinship with Sony, even from the get-go. Like, yes. I think oh, they yeah. got some of their DLC or, like, special packs released 
way before Microsoft got got their oh, content. Stuff that never even released on Xbox yeah. or PC. They had entire like uh, dungeons. That right, right, right. That were only for uh, Sony specific weapons. You could yeah. only get so there, on there, PlayStation. There's been some flirting yes. here and there, <laughs> you know. Yes. Over the past few years, <laughs> nice to see any, it become a real thing. Were any of y'all um, desensitized by the by the number? By, like, oh, totally. Billion means yeah, nothing to me anymore. Yeah, right. It's, it's you might as well have said lollipops. Like, what's been, like, what's well, money okay. even at this point? Because it's like three point eight billion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it it's it's post pandemic, man. Money doesn't make sense. Time doesn't make sense. We're just we're just existing at this point. Don't this ask. Is why questions. I play so many yeah. video games? It's the only thing that makes sense <laughs> anymore. The only thing that makes sense. <laughs> you know, you know, for me, I I blame inflation. Uh, yeah. Personally. <laughs> yeah, we just had we just had a sixty seven and a half million billion dollar like Ugh. acquisition like last week. So this one yes. that goes for three point eight, you're I'm like oh, okay. Oh, was that in the couch? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was that in the is, couch? Is that, was that your Taco Bell money? Is that what it was? <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I'm just picturing how much Taco Bell you can get for $3.6 billion. Just give you get Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. My you mind. just get Taco Bell. Yeah. You win the Taco. You win the fast food wars. If you get yeah. At that point, you have the power to shut down every single Taco Bell except for one in your home. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they give you a button. You just press the button and all of them shut down. Yeah, exactly. You get the Richie Rich money where the Taco Bell just opens in your house. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but now let's move on to the final bit of, of news this week. And uh, I believe I am con- uh, contractually obligated to mention this. It would not be very brilliant of me if I didn't at least mention that this week marks the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII's Japanese release. Hey, party! Of, Final of Fantasy! Final, I don't know, just a little game called Final Fantasy VII. Uh, you know, that thing. Uh, and, and to mark the occasion, though, Square Enix released that they will be talking about Final Fantasy Remake Part Two later on this year. Ooh. I'm sure they probably had plans to release news of it today, or, you know, this week. On the actual day it was released, but they were probably just like, ah, that's things got pushed back because <laughs> of other things love, going on in the world. I love the wording of that. Hey, everybody! Thank you. Uh, to commemorate the 25th year anniversary of uh, Final Fantasy VII, we are here to tell you exclusively that we will be talking about it this year. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Not now. Not right now. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Yes, Maybe. exactly. <laughs> and you know, if you're a long time listener, Wait, you said 25 years? 25 years. Okay, that just I just realized what that means yeah, in I, our I, personal I'm, lives. Oh, I'm getting to that. Oh, I'm getting <laughs> to that. <laughs> you know, cuz if you are a long time listener, heck, if you're a recent listener, you know I am a sucker for all things Final Fantasy 7. And uh, I'll be definitely covering this, the, the American release of this, later on this year, more intensely, while also realizing how old I am, that this game that shaped me is now old enough to rent a car. Oh, my a gosh. A car, everyone. Oh, yeah. I, could, I could, like, party with, this, <laughs> with yes. this game. And then also still be like, oh, no, this is age appropriate. We're partying, and it's not even that awkward. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a drink. <laughs> let's do some rounds. My goodness, 25. I was in seventh grade when I played that game. Yeah. It's, wow. It's insane how it's like, oh, yeah, 25, 25 years. Oh, I may have gotten oh, it a no. year after it came out, though. So just saying, Brian. Just saying maybe some <laughs> of us aren't uh, as far along. I feel like I drank out of the wrong cup in the uh, the Holy Grail. Like, I feel like oh. I am rapidly aging <laughs> and just going up. <laughs> you have chosen. No, nah, you know what? No, no. Let's be proud. We were there, Brian. We were there ground one. It's because of... Of, of of us gamers sitting around this table that, that got it to this 25 I didn't, year. I didn't play that game. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. You're there with okay. me in spirit. Okay, no, hang on a second. <laughs> technically, technically, I was there day one as well. I rented the game from Blockbuster and only played it once, didn't really get what was going on, and didn't play it again for five days until I had to give it back. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had... You haven't had the PlayStation experience until you've gotten eight hours into a game and gone, what is a memory card? Oh, you have not no. gotten the PlayStation no. experience. No, <laughs> How dare you, Brian, no. bringing those memories back. Hey, listen, or- you, everybody knew it. <laughs> you all experienced it the first time. Uh. <laughs> Especially because you know your parents bought it for you, not knowing what a memory card is, and neither did you. <laughs> I'm but almost yes. positive my parents still don't know what a memory card is. Probably not. No. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Uh, so y'all, 
I can't believe it. It's amazing. So, uh, so yeah, we'll definitely get to it later. But thank you so much for, for taking that trip down memory lane and, and experiencing that with us. But that will do it all for our news this week. And now on to our tasty topic. So we were talking a little bit about video games and graphics last week. We talked about uh, realism in video games. And it got us thinking about something that we wanted to talk about this week, which was uh, video games that may not have like the best graphics, but still have like a design that very much supports the type of game that they are. Uh, for example, like uh, Joe brought up Minecraft. Oh, yeah. There's a, a lot of games out actually out there that have a specific style to them that is unrealistic in a lot of ways but they are one of the best-selling games that there is and a lot of people really like them and as uh troy and lewis were talking about last week realistic games need to look a certain way or don't mm-hmm. need to look a certain way i thought it'd be fun you know that we talked about games that maybe maybe aren't exactly the most graphically intense yet their style really like hones that game and yeah, makes you like feels it. yeah it makes you feel like you're one with it I feel like, the, okay, this might be shots fired because I, I think people right really enjoy this game. Ooh, um, I was going to say Dan Bryant. I'm so used to saying Dan Bryant. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's okay. I'm used to it. You know what's funny? I didn't even register. And I was just like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Amanda. <laughs> but damn, shots fired right out the gate. Is uh, I really enjoy farming Sims. And when uh, I saw the first few pictures of Stardew Valley, I'm like, I'm not going to like this because I, mm. I don't like 8-bit. Okay, I've said this before. I 8-bit graphics can be gorgeous and mild blowing but generally speaking if there's like six pixels and that's your main character i you you lose my interest very quickly yeah uh, and i don't i think it might have been either troy or our, our, our a friend of our podcast that was like hey you should check this out that was brian that was me uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> that was me so technically yes a friend of the podcast to the point that he bought it for us Oh, he did! I bought it for you guys for our wedding, for a wedding <laughs> gift. Yeah, <laughs> we got married, got home from our like mini honeymoon, and then it was in our inbox. <laughs> it was. So, uh, but I did sit down to play it, and uh, I, I immediately got like sucked into the world. It's mm-hmm. such a good mm-hmm. game, and the mechanics are so awesome, and they do such a good job with the characters. And I and I do think that the art style really lends into the game. Um, I think that it it benefits from the way that it looks in a, in a way that I that I underappreciated when I first saw it, and uh, and I admit that now. But I, I guess yeah, I would say Stardew Valley. I like it. Yeah, because that mine's much the same type of thing. Mine, but though, is uh, Terraria. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's mm. very, exact same thing. Eight, very 8-bit, but it's a side-scrolling type of up and down type of thing. Um, and so I'm not usually a fan of those types of games. Uh, Stardew Valley at least has, like, it's a game world you can traverse, and there is, like, X and Y coordinates and everything. Yeah. Like, you actually do traverse a land, where in this really is just left and right, up and down. There's no depth to it. Um, so I didn't really check it out when it first came out. I remember I got it in like a bundle during like a humble bundle type of thing. And I never played it. I, I put it in my <laughs> Steam library and I was like, all right, maybe, but it's not my type of game. And then once 1.0 came out or whatever it was, uh, where they were like, all right, this is the final release of it. I was like, all right, let me check it out. And the gameplay in it lends itself so well to that type of art style, to that type of gameplay. I can't imagine this actually having depth to it yeah. because it just wouldn't be the same game at all. And what they did with their game design and what their game style is something you couldn't do in any any way else. You really could not play this game the same way if it was a if it was realism or if it was a first person shooter. Like it just is something that can only be done the way that it was that it was done. And so I, I love Terraria because of that. Uh, that just something I did not think I would love, just like with US Stardew Valley, completely won me over with how good the gameplay was. Uh, so yeah, I, I, Terraria is a perfect example of that, or at least for me, it is. I think I want to stick to uh, like the the whole thing with uh, the farming Sims, right? Um, uh-huh. When I was younger, <laughs> when I was younger, and I was uh, I had my first PlayStation, I was really into like games like Gran Turismo and like Metal Gear Solid and stuff like that, right? And mm-hmm. I was gifted a copy of uh, Harvest Moon Back to Nature. And I didn't think I was going to like it because I looked at the back of it and I saw some of the panels on it. And I'm like, oh, what, what is this? Like, this doesn't look, you know, like I want it to look. And now if you give me a Harvest Moon game that does not look like either that, Harvest Moon 64 or Harvest Moon uh, Friends of Mineral Town for the Game Boy, yeah. I can't yeah. play it. 
<laughs> I'm like, no. Like, and Harvest Moon is one of my favorite like game series, but I can only play things that are look like top down, like diagonal, like view. Yeah, because it has a specific style to it. It would not serve itself to have you know like looking, over the shoulder. Or, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Or or to even have like somebody that looks real in front of you, like you know, to have like a realistic set thing because it's not. It's supposed to be cute. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be chibi. It's supposed yeah. to be blocky. It's supposed to be you know everything that doesn't exist in real life because it's so out there, but still so grounded. <laughs> I think that's what Lewis was going for. Um, uh, last week when he was talking about game design like he, he yeah. wants to see developers lean into a uh, game design that may not be realistic but is definitely like eye-catching and, mm-hmm. and and robust and for me like graphical nature is also just another form of like communication to me um, so I, listen I have not met a, a visual representation of anything that I haven't <laughs> been like I get it or like oh that's awesome or I see what you're going for it's all been I don't know it as long as it's communicating to me like what the gameplay is or what I'm doing, then like I'm I'm totally on board and and stands out with standouts within that idea. I think paper please is a really good idea, a really good um uh, manifestation of very yeah. um um like a, a lo-fi art style, but is very effective with communicating the the tone of the game and the emotions of the game uh, in a very minimalist way. Um, I think with um, as we were talking about Final Fantasy 7 pretty much having three different art styles some <laughs> yes. one amazing with the cutscene breathtaking and others even like so poor even for its time like even like the, the blocky 3D animations if you were comparing it to other games around that time whether it's Mario 64 or Ocarina of Time were not great no but yeah. <laughs> I think that's his hand is that yeah. a hand or a weapon I don't know let's make his hand a gun because whatever it's still <laughs> I mean, a block it doesn't looks matter like. yeah. yeah it's not gonna make a difference uh and so so I think be, maybe because I cut my teeth on Final Fantasy 7 I I have just become a very accepting of all different types of of, uh, of graphics when it comes to realistic graphics I will say that I do have like a communication rule when I'm playing a realistic game like Last of Us or even Skyrim when it first came out, where it's like, can I understand... Is the animation of their lips good enough or the animation of their faces good enough that I can understand everything they're saying without subtitles? And sometimes I can't. Like, if there's multiple people talking, I'm like, well, who is that? Or I'm not able to to make out every single word because I, I when I listen, I'm very much like eye communication, lip reading, and also hearing. Like, I use the whole package. Uh-huh. So if I lose one of those uh, senses, then I'm just not effectively getting everything they're saying in, in the way that I yeah, I. That's actually so interesting because I feel like I am both uh, I'm the opposite of you in both regards like I feel like I am so art driven when it comes to video games like 90% of the reason I buy a game is if like it looks like something I want to look at for a long period of time Mm -hmm. which is why I have such a hard time with games that have like minimalist or like you said like a lo-fi graphic style I'm like Mm -hmm. does it have cute cats and witches in it I don't (laughs) care Um, uh, but then I'm, I'm strangely on the opposite side when it comes to like realism in video games is like I play B video games. Like I play smaller studios doing realistic yeah. graphics. So I just don't pay any attention to where their lips are. I just, right, right, I right. can just like, so that's weird that I both have <laughs> such a high standard in video games, but then such a low standard in lip reading. That's called yeah. balance. Yeah. <laughs> you out here. I, I, one of my favorite things was uh, when you guys were doing, we love indies and you guys played this game that was like, it was a done in chapters and all of the, all of the assets were either free assets or like pre-bought assets that did not mix with one another. <laughs> and you guys were like going through almost like a play. It was almost like a poem between every single scene. And it was like an, at one point, you're like, guys are like on the outside of a house that looks like, I don't know, like a, a, like a rectangle. But then you like you get inside the house and it's an extremely detailed house, <laughs> but also has like an insect that looks like three bits. Like it was so what, was weird. It, was, wait, was this the dating game? No, it wasn't a dating game. Like the game. crude dating game? 
I don't remember. Okay, I, okay, I remember okay. it was very, very weird, but it was on purpose very weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, Amanda, you hated that. Yeah, Amanda I, yeah. hated it. <laughs> yes. It was it was during that time where I was just bringing, like, really experimental yes, games. Yes, you were. And I was not, like, let's check this out. <laughs> it was so bad. But Troy was having such a blast because he's like, no, this is this guy's vision. This got, is what I'm playing his vision. I got And Amanda's over here like, no, no, this is, this is just bad. This it was bad. <laughs> that game was, like, playing... It was it was like playing something that was on at like three thirty in the morning on Adult Swim. Not even Adult Swim. I don't know what this is. That was on public. That was on public cable. That's what that was. (laughs) It was borderline incoherent. And you're right. I love it. When 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 graphics and like games get like that, I get super excited because I I just don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah. Uh, There's a game last uh, week. Lewis made me think of it because he's like, hey, if, if these graphics literally look like a piece of poop, would you play it? And in my head, I had an actual game called Dominique Pamplemousse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is a claymation <laughs> musical point-and-click adventure where the main character, for all sense of purposes, looks like a turd, but with a hat and eyeballs. Yep. It's not, but it's just a little clump of clay. Yeah. And it's someone actually claymated Claymated, yeah, claymated uh, this game by themselves, <laughs> little bit by little bit. It's a work. Don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure. I'm, Stop I'm motion. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, with clay. With clay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and I just I found that amazing. So does it look like a Tim Burton? Like, is it the Nightmare Before Christmas? No, but that's one person like there making this thing happen, and it's remarkable that it's one of the best games I've played in the past ten years, easily. And it, it's not necessarily visually appealing in a conventional way. I, yeah. I do feel like context helps. Sometimes I'll, oh, yeah, I'll yeah, look yeah, at a game point. and mm-hmm. I'll be like, man, I don't know if I really like it. And someone will be like, one person made that. And then I'll be like, oh my goodness, I absolutely have to play that. Yeah. Right. I think context is a big point. And I think that's, that is that is it. Like, were they going for this? Yeah. Exactly. Or even if they weren't, even if they were just like, hey, I'm not an artist, but I did literally everything else. And the music's right, amazing. Right, right. And I was like, okay, I, I just know I have to I have to get over myself. And then <laughs> I'll right, probably enjoy we this We want anyway. developers to be amazing uh, writers, uh, programmers, uh, directors, musicians. Yeah. Musicians, pr- yeah. Story artists. Yeah, story editors. Yeah. Marketers. <laughs> yep. Realms florists. <laughs> Historians for historical um, fiction. I think the opposite is true, too. Like... Just as an example, like if I if I get a game that doesn't necessarily look very good and then I research it and it had like five thousand people working on it, I'm like, Really? <laughs> no one no one was like, Maybe not. <laughs> did all of you work on a different triangle on this person and didn't check your work? <laughs> Listen, I think about that some a lot of times when I'm playing the Assassin's Creed games. One of my favorite <laughs> franchises. But man, do, do some are there some dumb animated moments? Oh yeah, it's yeah. yeah. funny you bring that one up actually. So like uh, some fun stats for you guys that might uh-huh. be uh, interesting. Uh, so some of the top selling games according to the MPD last year: Minecraft, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Ooh. NBA 2K22, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, two of the Call of Duty games: Back for Blood, Super Smash Brothers, Madden NFL, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pearl. So. There's a lot of different art styles on that list of AAA games that were sold that were the best-selling games, and then here's some of the indie games that were kind of fun to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stardew Valley, yep, mm. still Celeste, going strong. <laughs> yep, Undertale, Hollow Knight, Dead Cells, Entered the Gungan, and Cuphead. Uh, Entered the Gungeon. Gungeon, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Although I have to I have to say in defense of, of the Assassin's Creed team, I don't think that they understand people, but gosh, do they understand environments? Man, oh, yeah. every time you're on that eagle point and they go the whoosh Yep. <laughs> you're just like and oh there's, there's always so the pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's always a bird. Yeah, yeah, always yeah. a bird. <laughs> But a lot of those games have very unique art styles. Even the ones yeah. that are in th- that are AAA games, especially when you look at things like Animal Crossing and Minecraft, there's not a whole heck of a lot of realism in either of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked that Cuphead's on the list for indie games because I feel like that has a very unique design. Oh my god! And I cannot oh, imagine that game looking any other way. Right. Like it's it's just the style is just so. It's, it's, it's part in, of the gameplay. It really yeah, is. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I feel like you should have to, you should be forced to watch a documentary about the game, 
after you play it. Like, like after oh, the, the credits, like the hour-long yeah. documentary on it just plays, and it's like, no, oh you can't gosh. exit the game <laughs> until you watch all hours. It, it should be credits. Done. The, docu- the documentary should be the part of the credits. Like, the credits are rolling, and that's what's playing. Because there are some gorgeous hand-drawn indie. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a sucker for hand-drawn indies. Hashtag follow our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like a lot of those uh, a lot of those indie games are graphically not exactly the most amazing things ever, but their their story is being told so well with what they did have yeah. to work with. And and even with some of the top selling games. I mean, I, I completely agree about Assassin's Creed. I don't feel like the the look of the faces is the most realistic thing ever, even though they're trying very hard and they're doing a good job. It's just I I'm in the but the man is in. I don't really care about what their lips are doing usually. I'm not even reality i'm not even really paying attention to what they're talking because i leave subtitles on on purpose so i could have the volume down very low because <laughs> i'm usually listening to something else while i'm playing a video game mm-hmm. so I, I don't necessarily care if things match up quite perfectly but i do really like when the environments look really nice and match well with the characters playing in them yeah mm-hmm. and i feel like a lot of the more realistic games that are on this list they do that very well the nba games a lot of those a lot of the sports games do a good job i think of meshing their the environment that they're in with the characters themselves mm-hmm. sometimes when they go a little too realistic i i like get super turned off just because i i don't i'll just watch football I'll just play sports ball. <laughs> I think there's something there because, like, you know, a lot of sports games, that's mainly the only thing that they change in the entire game, right? It's the graphics. Yep. <laughs> it's the look of the game. Their whole thing is getting you to feel like you are part of the experience. Make you feel like you're there. Gameplay? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel like you were in that stadium with that crowd? Yeah? All right. We got you. So- soccer hasn't changed. Uh, but yeah I think this was a very interesting topic yeah I could uh, talk about this for another hour yeah I agree (laughs) Uh, so another podcast now (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sure we'll definitely be continuing this further on down the road I mean this is like you said this is just a a rich topic that we go on forever Uh, but we're not before I get to the end of this week's episode I do want to say we have a very special episode planned next week Uh, we have a very nice couple coming on a uh, friends of the podcast I forgot I own that from their own podcast uh, which is Trent and Bianca are going to be on next week and uh, so yeah they're going to be guests I'm gonna, Hell yeah. we're going to be talking Hell to yeah. them we're going to have the goodest bestest valentines <laughs> yes. yeah. oh, I love it I love it Definitely. So, uh, so definitely tune in for that next week. Uh, but now, unfortunately, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Uh, hey, but if you're looking for more Taste of Dragons content, then check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Discord, or Twitch for more discussions, more video games, and most of all, more sandwiches. We are at Taste of Dragons everywhere, and we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. And we are The, the Taste, Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Later, y'all. I can't uh, wait for next week. Good night. Next week's next I'm going to go throw a boat ball. Oh, oh gosh. Is that how we're going to get them on the show? Yes. yes. Okay. If we throw it up. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. The podcast for everyone's day.